Okay, today's daf is Baba Kama, daf Kuf Yur Tes, the last daf here in Baba Kama, the first of the three Babas as we uh, bring the uh, first section of our travels. As we mentioned, Meseches uh, Nezikin, in the days of old, all three Babas used to be one Mesechta. We even had a sheet of the Rimigash that all of Seder Nezikin, if you're Medayik in the Lushan of the language that we had a couple of weeks ago, the entire Seder Nezikin was one Mesechta, not just the three Babas, as Rovri showed them on the stand. The Rimigash at the beginning of Shavuos says all of Nezikin was really one Seder. But either way, we finish Be'ezus Hashem, the first section today, uh, as we uh, move on, by the Shem tomorrow, to Baba Metziah. But first, we have the last off here in Baba Kama of the 10th parak. Here we go, Kufi Tesman Aleph, second line, where we are up to. The Mesechta ends off with details of issues, as this whole Mesechta has been about, specifically talking, as we had the Mishnah yesterday, who am I allowed to buy merchandise from? Do I have to be worried that maybe it's stolen, maybe they got it in illegal ways? So the Mishnah had said that I'm not allowed to buy any fruit from people who are Shomrei Peros, because if somebody guards an orchard, so they might have taken some for themselves, and then if I buy it, I am um, helping the Ganov, uh, as we said at the end of the uh, shir yesterday, the two de- two uh, aspects of the Rambam mentions, number one, that you are being day over Avera, besides the fact that you are using stolen produce, which is usur in itself. So the Gemara says, Velomi Shomrei Peiros Vachulu, Rav Zavin Shabishasa Me'arisa, Ra, I'm sorry, Rav Zavin Shabishasa Me'arisa, Rav bought uh, produce from an aris, from a sharecropper. Rashi says, what shall be Chaviles muros. So vines. He brought bundles of vines. He brought it from the sharecropper. Amalei abaya. V'hatznan. V'lo mishomrei peiros. Eitzimu peiros. Is it against the Mishnah? And the Mishnah, the Gemara doesn't like to say, if it doesn't have to, Rav Tana Upalig. Right? Rav uh, could argue because he's an early Tana. So we'd rather not say that. So why Rav here did he buy if the Mishnah says one is not allowed to? Amalei Hani Mili Bishomer. The Lesley Begufa Da'aramidi. Who are you not allowed to buy from? From Bishomer. From somebody who's guarding the fruit. He doesn't own any of the fruit. It's not his. So therefore you're not allowed to buy from him. Because then you assume it's stolen. Aval Aris de Islay Begave. But a sharecropper, as we know, as we'll talk about Hashem at length towards the end of Baba Metziah. Different types of sharecroppers. There's a Chach, an Aris, there's a Choker. Different types of uh, sharecroppers. But either way, they have some rights to the produce. Some type of percentage. So Aris, the Isle, Begavayu, where they have something. So, Midenafshe, or Ema, Midenafshe, Kamazvin. So then you're allowed to assume that what you're buying is really his own percentage. And therefore, one is allowed to buy from it. Again, if you know for sure that it's not, you're not allowed to. But here the whole issue is Suffolk and Muchsak and what we have to assume. So we're allowed to assume Lakula and you could buy from them. And that's what Rav did. Tadarabanan, Shomrei Peros, Lokan Mehen, Kishehen Yoshvin. Shomrei Peros, even though the bishop says you can't buy from them, the, the Bryseer says you can in certain situations. Kishehen Yoshvin. If they're sitting and relaxed and selling, it seems like they're not trying to hide anything. They're out in the open. They're not worried. So obviously they are honest. And the baskets are in front of them. And the turtani, that's the big uh, scale that they used to weigh items on. Why? Why is this? You're allowed to buy from them. Rashi, second skinny line. 
since they are selling it public, so you can assume that they're being honest. Nothing to hide. The kulad back to the gemara. The kulad shamrulahatmein But if they say when you buy it, you know what? Just eat this in hiding. Eat this in private. Make sure nobody sees that you bought this. So also that's also because then you have to assume that it's stolen. Lochin mehen mi pesach hagina avalom meachori hagina. Along the same lines, you're allowed to buy when they are in the front of the garden. They're out in the open, but not from the achori hagina, because then you have to assume that there's a problem there. Fine, that's some of the assumptions. Itmar, what if you know for sure that somebody's a goslin? Somebody gets illegal stuff, but you want to get some fruit also. So are you allowed to take any? So itmar, goslin me'emas mutter liknos heimanu, or ligvos heimanu. What are you allowed to buy from the goslin? Is there a stage? So the Gemara in Sahedrin talks about when do we assume a goslin is not a goslin anymore? What is tshuva? What kind of tshuva does he have to do? So the Gemara discusses that it's not just returning the money. It's going to another extreme. That even when it's man, you know, there's he goes to the other side and gives money. And when, when, does it, when is a gambler allowed to be trusted? When all the different uh, day is there. But here we're not talking about that. We're just talking about, from my perspective, when am I allowed to take Produce from the Goslin. So Machlokas. Rav Amar Rov Until the majority is his. Once he has majority of his prop of his uh, own, so then you're allowed to take from him. Amar Even if only a minority. If all of his money is stolen, then you're not allowed to take from him. But if at least a minority is his, that's enough. Says the Bichidish. Let's just read the next line. According to Argirsa, O relay Rav Yehuda la Adadai la Kedivri Haomer Afilu Miyat Shalo. So Rav Yehuda um, said to Ada his servant, like Shmuel, different Girsos, whether that's true or not, because we'll see who we paskin like. But if we Machlokas Rav and Shmuel, let's talk about Shmuel first. What's the Svar for Shmuel? Isn't that a Chidish? Even if only minority is his, if the majority is still stolen, then you're still allowed to buy from him. Right, why is that? So explains the Amshel Shlomo. Well, you have to remember, we don't know Vada'i anything now, here. It's all based on Chazaka. It's based on Muchzak. What is, what do we assume about this person? So says the Amshel Shlomo, Ushmuel Amar, Afilu Amir Bevada'i Mishalo, Vaharov, Hu Bechezkaz Gazol, Lokhin. If you know for sure, Miut is Vada'i Shalo. Rov is Muchzak. Gazlon, that's where Shmuel says Lakula. Because Vada, he has some. You don't know Vada anything about his gazelle activities. You know he's a Gazlan. But right now you don't know. It's all based on assumptions, Muchzak. So that's where Shmuel says you're allowed to take from him as long as Mir is Vada Shalom. Kain Mistaver Be'enai Lafarish. That's what I think. Because if you say it's a case where Vada'i, the majority, is stolen, Pshita. You'd go after the rove in that case. But if it was the other way, if Vada'i, Mir was Gazel, but Vada'i Shalom, that would also be okay. Near the Mutter Likros Bibanu. Velo Shaykh Lomar called Khan, called Kavua Kamechsa Mechsadami. You wouldn't say the principle that we had earlier, that you would split it, to, you have to look at it as half and half, because you only say that where Isar is Nikar Mimkomo. Well, you know for sure that Isar is Nikar, there's a certain type, a uh, certain uh, piece of meat, Pachulu, but not here. And then he ends off by saying, even though from the Rambam you don't get this impression. What does that mean? 
What does that mean? What Rambam is he? Is he talking about? So that is a Rambam, two Rambams. Can't learn this sugi without looking at both Rambams. The Rambam in Hilchos Geneva and the Rambam in Hilchos Gezela. So the Rambam in Hilchos Geneva in Perak Vav Halacha Aleph. The Rabbah Paskins are Gemara. Who does he Paskin like? Says the Rabbah. Kol davar shechazkaso shehuganuv. Also likachoso. Anything that has a chazaka that is stolen, right? you have a, you have good reason to believe that this item is stolen, you're not allowed to take it from him. You're not allowed to buy it from him. Also likachoso. V'chein, and the Rabbah adds, imrov oso hadavar shehuganuv enlochet oso. Or even if the majority is stolen, you're not allowed to buy so who's that possibly like? Rav. Right? Because Rav or Shmuel says, as long as the Mida says that you can buy from him. But the Ramah says here, Beferish, even if the Rov is Ganuv, and the Mida says, you're still not allowed to buy. Lefichach, and that's why he says, Ein lochim in Arom semer, o chalav o gedim, avalochim in chalav o gvida midbar, vechulu, as we saw some yesterday, and we'll see more. Kolo shal davar, kol shaharoe mochro. Im haya balabayis margish bo muto ligacho somen haroe. Vim ein balabayis mochro. And if the ein margish bo, also ligacho so. It depends. If the guy is uh, seemingly worried about the balabayis, is it public? Is it what we might call a milsa da avidi legluye? Then it would be mutter. Fine, that's the Rambam. And he sees the Vazan like Rav. Why? Magan Mishnah. Hilchosa karav biisure. This is a little tricky, though. Is this Isser or is this Didimominus? Buying from sto- stolen items from people. How do we look at that? That's a little of both Chosh and Mishpat and Yaradea. So the Magen Mishnah assumes here that explaining the Rambam, that he goes like Rav. And then he adds at the end, the Yesh Tamaksas Belashen Harav. But a little bit is difficult in the language, even though it doesn't like Rav, it's not Mefurish like Rav. Why? Because that's Rav's Lashon. V'chein imrov oso, or he's saying the Rambam, compared to Rav. V'chein imrov oso davar. Deladivre Rav, achi rov heter aser. What if it's half and half? Right, what's Rav's Lashon? Rav's Lashon is that you have to have mostly his. Right? If it's not mostly his, it's still usher. What if it's half and half? It's still usher. That's the mostly his. Rav doesn't say that. Rambam says, if it's mostly the Ganovs, that's usher. Sounds like if it's half and half, then it'll be mutter. So, it's a little uh, slight difference, but it's closer to the Rav Shita than it is to Shmuel Shita. What's the problem with the, with the Rambam's Shita? Let's go to Hilchas Gezela. The Rabbah a little bit later, a couple of programs later in Hilchas Gzela, where he says in Perik, hey, Halachaches, Osir Laros Ben Agazlan. It's Osir to get benefit and get by, get from Agazlan. The Imhaya Miut Shalom. If the Miut is his, Afal Pisha Rov Mamono Gazul. Right, so says the says the uh, Rambam. Even if Rov Mamon is stolen, it's mutter. Right, Stira, Says the Magen Mishnah. Zetemaksas, Shaksas. Says Ksas because he's going to suggest an answer. Zetemaksas because if you look at Ilchas Gzeva, what we just read, he sees the Basel like Rav, and here he sees the Basel like Shmuel, and then he has a cryptic line which maybe we can appreciate being on the last daf of Vizekas Babakama. There's any time that we have to hope to appreciate this line, it's right here, after spending a couple of months. Maybe there's a difference between Goslin and Ganav. In Ilkas Gazela here, Parakeh, he says more Lakula. 
more lakula, as long as some of it is shalagazlan, that would be okay. But in Ochaz Geneva, it's more chamer. And that has to connect to the Reb Chaim and to the others that we have discussed various times throughout the Masechta, the differences between Geneva and Gezela. Geneva being more focused on the Maisa, while Gezela being more focused on the Hefzid Mamon. In terms of what the Ganav does, that must have applications for Lokeach, Min HaGanav. You have to work out exactly what would be the svara for the difference between the uh, the two? But that uh, is what the Magad Mishnah says. We don't have to like run to other achronim. The Magad Mishnah says maybe to be mechalik between Geneva and Gazela. By Geneva, the standards are higher. Maybe it's more of a heinous crime, as the uh, as has been explained. Even though the Rambam himself, we have noted in the order of the halachas, gives off the opposite impression because the Rambam goes from the kal el in Sefer Nezikin, right? What does he do? He starts off with Nizkei Mamon, that was the first six prakim, and then Geneva, and then Gezela, and then Chovel, and then Roseach, right? So in the order of things, he puts Gezela third, which is after Geneva. So why does he do that? More more, more serious, but we said it's different. It's not more serious, it's a question of uh, different. So we said it back on Daf Ayin Tess. Geneva is, is in stealth, Gezela is... Uh, in uh, in front of a person, but for Hesya, right, which is more chamor, so the Gemara says on the one hand, Geneva is more chamor, that's why you pay kefel by Geneva. But on the other hand, Gzela is Vayigzal Zachadis, you go over and you, you, uh, stand somebody up in the face and grab from them, so it's hard to know which is more chamor, it's just different, different chayufen. Okay, let's continue. So the Gemara has a machlokis here between Rav and Shmuel, and we have the, uh, Shitas of the Rambam. Next, Mamon Masur talking still about other people's money and what you're allowed to do with them. Mamon Masur, the money, Mamon of a Masur. What's a Masur? A Masur is a Moser. Someone who gives over, uh, presents. It was much more common in the days of old where there were uh, Jews that sympathized with the governmental agencies in which the countries in which we lived and they were tremendously uh, anti-Semitic and against the Jews and they were Malshin. Right, Rashi says here, Malshin Hamoser Mamon Somebody who gives over somebody else's property. Let's say there's somebody who's going to come to their property and wants to steal from them. It's like, oh no, take so and so's. Right, or you have uh, people who were informers. That's the classic definition. Informers. So Mamon Maser, the informers' money. So the halachi is Rav Huna Rav Yehuda Chad Amar. An informer is a very serious. Uh, matter again in the days of old it was much more common. says one opinion says you even allowed to just like not deal with the informer's money, just allowed to destroy it. No, no, you can't actively take the informer's money. Machlokas. You know, stop there for a second before we continue. Why isn't it called a moser? Why is it called masur? Should be Moser, actively informing. Masur is passive. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's the uh, the recipient. Says the Tosas Yantif. Fascinating Ha'ara. The Tosas Yantif says in Nidarim, in Parak Yud, the end, where it talks about, why is this in Nidarim, the last parak? Because the last parak is Nara Hameorasa. What do we call the man by Erisin? The Arus, not the Ores. Why do we call him the Arus? Same kind of idea. The man is the active party. The man gives the woman something of value, puts the ring on her finger. So why is it the man called the Ores and not the Arus? Says the Tostas Yatif. Who's he going to quote? Tostas Yatif's Rebbe is the Maharami Prague. 
Or the Marami Prague, Tosa Yadav is one of the classic Mepharshim on Mishnayis. He writes in Nagdama. I'm writing this commentary because my Rebbe the Maral said how important it is to learn Mishnayis. Right? Not just to rush to Gemara. You have to learn Mishnayis. That's what the Maral, Maral uh, in, in, uh, told his Talmidim. Right? And that's what the Tosas Yantif had. We have a commentary. Tosas Yantif because of, because of the, uh, encouragement of the, of his Rebbe the Maharal. So here he quotes his Rebbe. Anishamati Bidrashi Bibi Rabbeinu, Moreno Arav, uh, the, the Maharal, he quotes him here, the, uh, Loi, Zao, Sha'amar, Bishem, Masur, Lafi, Sha'af, Alpichel, Shaita, Hu, Hapoel, Umoser, Acherim, even though at the moment he is active, informing, Aval Karuhu, Masur, Lahoros, Kibo, Yavo, Yomo, Velo, Yacher, Vaharehu, Nimsar. Kodesh will, will, will make sure that he's taken care of. Right? He might be thinking of himself as Moser now, but Hashem's going to make sure he's Moser pretty soon. If not in this world, in the next world. Kodesh will make sure. The Alpizeh. And then he says, if my Rebbe said that, I'm going to extend it to over here. Arison. Afa Efshali Gamkin lost his Tuftam, Lashem Arus, Sha'ava Bishilafiyo Emes, Huha Ma'ares, Umekadish Li Isha, Im Kalzeh, Gamhu, Mishayev Ayde Kain Bekamadvarim, Shaha Ish, Nishayev Lishto, Lafiha Yitzla Gambo Shem Arus, Shari Gamu Nichnas Bazeva Kamachiyuvim. He thinks he's being active now, but we're going to see who really wears the pants of the family. Right? He's a, he's Ma'ares now, he's giving. It's just uh, realize what you're getting yourselves into in a good way. But the chiyuvim of Aksuba, Upazer, Shav, Hu, Pa'ul. So he is also, can, uh, as a parallel, we're not comparing Chas Shalom an informer and a, and a husband, right? Uh, but either way, that's the uh, classic commentary of the Tosos Yantif there in the 10th parak of Nidar. So back to the Gemara. So Maman Masr, Machlokas, Rav Huda, and Rav Yehuda, whether one is uh, allowed to actively destroy the property of a masur. So what are the svaris? So the Gemara says, Man According to the one that says you can actively destroy a masur. A masur is somewhat of a form of a rodef. Right? A masur is an informer. He gives over the property. But we have to remember that property doesn't only stay at property. Very, very often in history, that led to... Bikuach Nefesh. That led to the Jews' lives being in danger. So the Masr, the date of a Rodef. And what's the halach of a Rodef? A Rodef is, if somebody's trying to kill you, to get up and kill them before they kill you, you have to defend uh, the life. So, right, his property is no more less uh, than their goof. And if somebody's allowed to actively uh, be involved in their goof, Right, so then, right, Rashi says, Again, obviously not, uh, we don't have this Bizban Azeb, but in the days of old, where there were Jews that were putting the entire community in danger. And all the whole danger would have been taken and killed, and, and we have stories about this, of, uh, of Jews who went over to the dark side. Tiktani, Minim, Esoros, Again, again, the famous Chazon Ish in Hilfa Shechita, or the Chazon Ish that says that we don't have the halacha of Ma'al, uh, Moritin, Velomalin, Bizmanazeh. Right? Because Jews are, uh, Tinoch Shanishvas, uh, many of them out there. And he has his Lashon of Aleinu, Le Karevosan, I forgot the exact verb he uses, Ba'avosos Ha'ahava, with ropes of love. 
right? That's his, uh, that's the Chazanish's Lashon. So, but again, in theoretical terms, if there is a Rodev, and you're allowed to destroy, you're allowed to, uh, to, uh, to hurt him physically, so that surely his money wouldn't be, wouldn't be any less. But according to the one who says, Asr to be Ma'abed is property, what's the Svara for that? Dilma Habile Zara Okay, he deserves punishment, but maybe he's going to have children who come back, and therefore you're going to destroy their money. This money's going to be yarshin by them. Fixiv Yachin Rasha the Gilbash. Often a Russia will prepare something, and the Tzadik will eventually get it. Now, like many stories, remember the story of uh, of Yosef Moker Shabbos, right? He prepared everything, and it ended up going to to uh, to Yosef. So the idea of, of of killing a Moser, as it described here, right? We had this just a couple of days ago. The story of Rav Kahana, and uh, he had to run away to uh, to Eretz Yisrael. But the Rambam quotes here in Hilchas Chovel a lot of important uh, comments of the Rambam today. In Hilchas Chovel, the Rambam quotes in Paraches Halacha Yud and Yud Aleph. Mutter Larog Hamoser Bechomakom via Filu Bismana Zesh in Donadini Nefashus. The Rabbim says if somebody's putting the, uh, the entire community's life in danger in the days of the Middle Ages, the medieval period, Umutter Lahar go Kodem Sheyimsar, Elakisha Amar Hareni Moser, Ploni, Begufa, Oben Mamono, via Filu Mamon Kal, Arihitur Asbolomisa. He's a Rodef. If he says, this is what I'm going to do, and you know he's on his way, right? This was part of the controversy with Bar Kamsa, where Bar Kamsa was basically a Moser to, for the entire Jewish people. And that's the mysterious Gemara there, where Zechariah ben Afkulis says, you can't do it because people are going to think that if you bring a Balmum, the Gabi HaMizbeach, Yerchai Misa, people are going to think. And the other rabbi said, no, he's a Moser. We have to kill him. What's unclear is why they listened to him. Was he the God of Ladar? Was he just louder? What's, why the Gemara says it was his his comments that led to the Churban Mesa Mikdash. Right? So it's very uh, unclear, different Shatim given. But the Ramam continues here and says, Osa Moser Asher Zomam, Umasar. What happens if it was done already? If he's on his way, then you can kill him as uh, self defense. What if he did it already? So now what? The Rambam says, Yir Ali, Lahargo. Then it's too late. If he already did it and he's, he didn't, there weren't Edim or Asra Vachulu, then you can't put him to death. Unless you think he's going to do it again. Unless he's going to do it again. Asra Lahargo, Ela Imkain, Huchzak Lomasur, Harize Yehareg, Shema Yimsar Acherim. And then he quotes the Rambam, Umaisim Becholzman, Boare Hamaarav, Laharoga Mosarim, Shahuchzaku Limsar Mamon Yisrael. Let the Goyim deal with the Mosrim. Right? Even though you can say he is an informant. This just doesn't mean if two people get into a fight. Right? It's talking about if there is a known person who endangers an entire community. Right, we don't really, we can't really fathom this, but again, in the days of all, we have a little shtetl, and you have one guy who wants to get in good with the uh, governor, or the, and he, and he makes up a story about the Jews, makes up a blood liable, whatever it is, endangers the whole community. That's what the Ramah is talking about here. Umitsaroson, right, that's one of the, one of the legends about, we mentioned the Maharal before, the Maharal Miprag, one of the legends is that he made the, the, the golem, whether that's true or not, but the legend goes that whatever, he made that because of the blood libels, because of these informants, because of these Mosers that made trouble for the Jews. So he says, Right, so 
As we just said. Because he causes trouble for one individual, not. And then he quotes, who do we paskin like? The Usr La Abid Mamono Shomoser. We paskin the Shita here, Usr to destroy his property. As the Gemara says here, of Russia, Yachin Russia, Vitsadik, Vitsadik, uh, Again, there's more there, but um, let's uh, leave it for now. Maybe we'll come back uh, to another element of that in uh, in a minute. But let's continue. Says the... the oh, that, there's one other horror I just wanted to mention. Sorry, that the, the Sefer Achinach has another point. Why Osr La'abin Mamono. So number one, because it's Roy for the Yarshim. The Sefer Achinach, Kedarko Bakodesh. One would say, oh, classic Sefer Achinach in Reish Chavtes, on the Isra of Stealing. So the, the Sefer Achinach says... Another reason you can't destroy their money is because you shouldn't be involved in destruction. Because it's going to affect your own religious personality. Not just because, it's what the Chinuch says 50 times in his commentary. Says the Chinuch, Don't destroy things. Destroying things only can affect us negatively. Even if, per se, forget the children. Okay, a person, you have to defend. But property, he says, besides the issue of Yarshim, number one. Number two, it's the uh, being affected by the uh, the act that you're doing. Right? That's what he says on Baltashchus also. If you remember Baltashchus, we discussed a couple of Prakim ago in the uh, Tzadi Aleph or so, where he discussed it. Number one, Baltashchus, Rishon and discuss because Hashem gave you something, don't destroy it. And number two, the act of destruction will affect uh, affect a person. We're not supposed to be involved in Maisa Hashchasa. Okay. Right, right. It's, uh, he did. Uh, he was involved in that too. Okay. Rav Chizda, two dots. Rav Chizda, Avileyahu Arisa, Tavi Takil, Vyav Takil Vashakil. Rav Chizda, he had a certain Aris that used to weigh out the amount that he was supposed to get. Tavi Takil, Vyahiv, Takil Vashakil. He used to weigh out and give to Rav Chizda, right? He's uh, the, the landowner. And then he used to weigh out and take for himself. Salke, and Rav Chizda removed him. Chizda removed him. What was the problem with uh, with removing him? What, what, what did he do wrong here? It sounds like he was perfect. Right? He did exactly. He weighed out enough for himself and weighed out enough for Rav Chizda. Well, let's wait for a second. Kara anafsheh v'tzafun l'tzadik chel choteh. And Rav Chizda called about himself. What What's hidden for a tzadik is the chel is what the uh, the chote did, meaning he did the work, and then now I'm going to uh, I'm going to take it. Meaning, what what was the problem here? So Rashi says, Takil v'shakel anafshe, two days. Midaktek bechaluka ve'ne mavater mechelko klum. He was very exact, very exact. What's wrong with that? Let's wait. Lashon acher mechzahayanotel v'derek sharis and lito shlish. So the second day of Rashi is that he took too much. Hey, he split it half and half. You're not supposed to take half and half if you're an Aris. That's why he removed him. The other day, the Achronim say that he was so medoctic that Mustama, he wasn't always so medoctic, he probably took too much. If you're a regular Aris, you should give a little bit more, whatever the shear is, you know, err on the side of not stealing. Not to err on the side. So that's why Rav removed him, because this is not what um, is supposed to. Remember the Gemara Bat As We'll get to that in a, in a month or two. That says that one of the one of the Gemaras about why the base of English was destroyed. The Gemara in Yuma about Sinaschinam, the Gemara in Nidarim about Shalbercha Batarachila, and Gemara Bamitsiya. They did not do Lufnim Mishur Sadin. They were done Din Torah. 
Right, so it sounds like this uh, is vermedacte. Vermedacte didn't give an inch. Other idea that uh, that's not how we, we uh, society functions. Good. Continue. Kimat tikvas chaneif kiyivsa kiyeshal eloka nafsho. Right. What is the hope? Kimat tikvas chaneif kiyivsa when he steals kiyeshal eloka nafsho. Hashem will throw away his nefesh. So what is that referring to? Whose nefesh will Hashem throw? Rafuna Rav Chizda chadam nafsho denigzal. What is that? Hashem will throw out and protect. He will take out from the difficult situation. That's what Yeshal here means. Nigzal. He will protect the Nigzal, the victim. The Chadabar, Nafshashal Gazlan. And the other one said, no, we'll throw away the Gazlan. He'll, uh, he'll punish him. Madabar, Nafshashal Nigzal, Dixif. Kainarachos called Botsea Betza es not Nefesh Ba'alav Yikach. Right? When you steal something, you're really taking the, the Nefesh of the person. Right? His identity. And Hashem needs to extract it. Umadabar Nefeshashal Gazlan, Dixif, Al Tigzal Dal, Kidalu. Pazik says in, uh, in Mishlei that we shouldn't do that because Hashem is going to deal and it's called the Nefesh. The, the, the uh, fact that the Gazlan is taking the Nigzal's Nefesh that is clear and therefore the Gazlan's Nefesh will have to be taken. Right? Rashi says, Gozel Nefesh Gozlehem. The Kava is Kovehem Nefesh. Right, the Lashon of Keva, you know, let's just finish this and I'll make a comment, that it's been a couple of months. V'idach nami yaksiv, what about the other opinion? Haksiv nefesh ba'al of yikach, what is nefesh ba'al of yikach, according to the opinion that uh, uses it the other way? My ba'ala, ba'al of the hashta. Right, it means maybe the ba'al of the hashta, which means the gazlan. So that pasuk could also be referring to the gazlan. V'idach nami yaksiv, v'kavaz kovayam nefesh. So what about the second opinion that that refers to Nigzal? Matam Kamar is explaining the reason. Matam Akavas Koveyem Mishum Dekavi Nefesh. Why will Hashem punish them? Because they take the Nefesh of the person that they are stealing from. Stop there for a moment. It's been a while, but um, a thought that we like to say that the Pasuk says, in, uh, go back for a second. The Gemara says in Shabbos Laman Aleph that one of the questions that we're going to be asked is Kavati Itama Torah. Did we set aside time for Torah? That's the Pashas. But there is another level of interpretation based on a Chassam Sofer. There's a Pasuk in Malachi and also you don't have to quote the Pasuk in Malachi. Quote the Pasuk right here. Right? The Pasuk right here in Mishlei. The Pasuk says sometimes that the Lushan of stealing could be said as a Lushan of Keva. Right? In Malachi, the end of the Treasar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, HaYikva Adam Elokim, the Navi says, could you steal from Hashem? HaYikva Adam Elokim, we steal animals, and then we bring the animals as karbanos. You think Hashem is interested in those animals? But the Lashon Keva means a Lashon of stealing. The Chassam Sofer, the end of the Dharam says, that this also could refer to Talmud Torah. What does that mean? Kavati Talmud Torah means stealing time for Torah. We have to steal time for Torah. Right, not just learn at the times that we're supposed to be learning. Even at times that we're supposed to be doing other things. Right, as Baalei Dafyomi and all those out there. Right, we have to realize this. Sometimes we're doing the daf when it's like, we should be doing other things. But you know what? Embraer. Embraer. We have to fit it in. We have to do it. And, uh, this is what, uh, this is what fits in. This is what we, what we have to do. We're exhausted. But that's, that's stealing time for Torah. And then he adds, Mayim Genuvim Yimtaku. Stolen waters are sweetest. When we learn, and it ends up that we learn what we aren't supposed to learn. And it wasn't at the regular time. That's the sweetest to us. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the Lashon of Keva, meaning uh, stealing as well. Okay, let's continue. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, second to ask any line, because we referred to this Rabbi Yochanan, 
back on that base, 117 days ago, right, when we spoke about an introduction to, actually, maybe not, maybe we only said, it, we did a little bit there, but we also discussed at the beginning of Maruba, uh, back at the beginning of the, of the seventh parak, when we spoke about the uniqueness of stealing as an Avera, not in a good way, but it, uh, so we quoted this, anyone who steals a little bit from their friend, it's as if you take their neshama, right, as we, uh, as we just, as we just said, as you see that, right, and this connects to, uh, the uniqueness of the, of, of Gezel, the, uh, the Shita of at least one of the Tanoim, according to summary shown him in the second parking Subis, that there might be the big four, not the big three. Gzela might be the one of the, uh, the big four. We had that also, we discussed this back in the sixth parak. Remember, we had the, the sugya of Asr lahatzel asmo b'mamon chaveiro or mutol. Mutol. David Amelech, as he allowed to burn down the the plishti stuff in order to be able to uh, to defend oneself. Uh, so that's we discussed the Rashi there and the Tosas there. Dafsamach mebeis, I think, in uh, in that we had earlier that relates to this, the uniqueness of of uh, of this avera. But again, it's something serious that we have discussed in the uh, in the past. The Yomar and a couple of psukim related to this. Right, he will uh, end up consuming your children. Again, Hamas is stealing, and it leads to spilling damnaki. Viomer, and finally the third, fourth pasuk, El Shovel Beis Adamim Shaul is held responsible for killing the Givonim, as we'll see where that where that came up. So Maiba Omer, what do we need all these psukim for? We have the first Pasik that Gnevan Gzela is considered Gnevas Nefesh. What do we need all the psukim for? Maiba Omer. The Chitema, this is the point. The Chitema, after we quoted the first Pasik, and if you want to say Nefesh Day, it's considered like taking his own Nefesh. Aval Nefesh it's not considered taking his family's tashma basar And if you think the only problem is where you have not, he doesn't pay for it. You don't pay for it. But if you paid for it, even if you took it by force, it's not so bad. Remember, Hamas is a lashon of even if you pay for it. We discussed earlier back on Tafsamach Beis the difference between Chama, Chamsan, Gazlan. And if you say maybe this is only where you actively did it, But if it was just indirectly Grama, then it wouldn't be considered so serious. Tashma, that's the riot from Shaul. El Remember the story, terrible, tragic story where David Amelech had to give over the descendants of Shaul to the Givonim to, to kill. And they killed them. Why? And the Pasuk says, because Shaul, because of what Shaul did. Shaul, what did Shaul do to the Givonim? He did some Averis. It never says anywhere that he hurt the Givonim. Shaul massacred the city of Nov. But, by the, with the hands of Doeg, but where do you see that he killed the Givonim? I so Chazal say, Ella, mitoch shaharag nov irakoanim, shayu maspikin lemayimu mazon, they, the Givonim, remember they were water carriers, they were wood choppers, they made a living from the city of Nov, the city of Koanim. So once there was no more city, they lost their parnasa. Ma levalavakasov kilu hargan. So it's indirect, but Shaul at least is to blame somewhat, we say, in that Regard, so we see even an indirect way of stealing is a problem. If you look on the Chashuk Yechemet here, just one more, 
for the uh, for the Masechta. He talks about here the the the, um, the level of and the seriousness of Gzela Geneva. He talks about the following case. What if there is a Yehudi Ani Asaf Kesav Labito Akala in Ani uh, collected money for his uh, daughter who's getting married and he's Samech with Tovlev already gave him money and a guy Anas this is just an example a guy Anas comes to another Jew and puts a gun to his head and says steal that money and get it for me or I'm going to kill you so Lachora if we don't pass it like that day we just mentioned from Ksubis so we're not one of the big three so steal to save my life am I allowed to do that so, that's what we discussed already earlier. The Chashuk HaChem here says, though, here you have to be a little more worried. Because maybe in the state that the Ani is, if you steal all the money from him, he's going to have a heart attack. Right? He has, to, he has to make a wedding, and he just collected all of it. And if he loses it, Ella, but maybe, maybe not. Vada, you're going to be killed. Suffolk, the Ani's going to have a heart attack. So maybe you have to say, and it's also only Grama. You're not stealing from him. Satsarachian. He doesn't really uh, give a, a straight answer, but he said these are some of the issues that you have to be worried about. Uh, you have to figure it out. Maybe go to a doctor and uh, go to his doctor, the private records, see what uh, his, last, uh, his last health checkup was. Okay. Vaito, let's continue. Okay, a lot more here. About Shaul Amelech Vachulu, but we have to continue. Says the Gemara, Avalochim and Anashim. But the Mishnah said you're allowed to buy from the women Semer and Pishton because you assume that it's theirs. They didn't steal it. They didn't steal it from their husbands. Tanur Abanan. Lochim and Anashim Klei Semer Yehuda Klei Pishton Megaliel Avalo Yenos Ushmanim Vislasos. But not wine, oil, or flour because that we have to assume in those days. That it came from the husbands, and they took it from the husbands without permission. not from avadim and children. Abishal says a small amount in order to buy a head covering. That's okay, because we assume that's understandable. That's part of uh, what the husband uh, gives to her. And remember, anybody who says when we buy something, well, hide it. That's us, sir, because that's a dead giveaway. You could take from them a davar muat, something small, but not uh, a large amount, because then we have to be, then we have to be uh, nervous. What about women who are badadin? Badadin are uh, olive pressers, Rashi on the top left. Bale beis habad. Right, Shatagarin Haim Beshemin, Lochimin and Nishayim, Zaysim, Beshemin Bamida. Right, that, uh, cause that's also, uh, no problem, there's no chashash there of stealing. Nochimahem, Zaysim, Bamida, Beshemin, Bamida, large amounts, Avalo Zaysim, Bamua, Beshemin, Bamua. Because they, then that might be uh, a reason they're only selling small because it's stolen. Uh, you can buy it on, uh, on Yantif, Begalil Ha'elion, Shepa'amim, He'll give it to the wife in this case. Therefore, it would be mutter. Ravina ikla be mechuza. Ravina came to mechuza. Asu nashi to be mechuza. Ramu kame kavle v'shire. They showed him jewelry. Kavu minai. We took it from them. Amalei rabba tosval ravina. Vatanya gaboyt stokam akalam and davar muat. Avalod davar maruba. Can't take a lot. Amalei hani lebnei mechuza davar muat nino. They're so rich here. This is a davar muat for them. So therefore, it's not a problem. The Meiri says here three words. Hakol lefiyo inyan. 
Meaning, in all these cases, all of these uh, halachos, to apply them, bismanazeh, it's one you sowed. If there's a chashash that it's stolen, you're not allowed to take it. If there's no chashash, so then it is not a problem. Akolafi inyan. The Maharaj is here just asks a, an interesting question. He says, the story, remember, with David and Avigail. David's on his way to kill Novos, because Novos was a Morad B'Malchus. So, uh, not, not Novos, Novos. Right, Novos. Novos is later on with, uh, with Achav. He's going to kill Novos, because Novos didn't give his men um, provisions. And Avigail stops him on the way. He says, no, 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 here, 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 take some stuff. And she gives him stuff from her husband. How was she able to do that? So we say maybe it was stolen anyway, because it should have been David's. So he deals with that story uh, right over here. Okay, Vaitor, last Mishnah. Last Mishnah here in Mesechah's Baba Kama, which deals with, again, issues of Gzela, employees, employers. If I have a worker for me, what is the worker allowed to keep? A lot of details. So here we go. Mochin Shakobis Motzi. If a launderer, a launderer, there are some threads that come out in the laundry. So if I have a dry cleaner, so who keeps those threads? So in the days of old, maybe threads were pretty valuable. Mochen shakoves motzi, areil shalom. The koves, the launderer, is allowed to keep them. Fahasorik motzi, but someone who is given um, wool to comb, the, that there, there's more that comes out there. Those have to be given back to the owner. Koves also, there are threads on the bottom that he actually takes out. as he, It's extra put there, uh, expected to be taken out during the washing process. So you can take three rows, three threads, vein shalom. Yosemikana, vein shalom, balabayas. But more than that, uh, belongs to the balabayas. Imaya, shachar, algabi halavan. If it was black, uh, algabi lavan, if the bottom was a black threads, so for sure you could take. No, because those are known only to have been put there for the, uh, where it was originally, uh, made, and then it's meant to be taken off. But if the tailor, there's leftover thread, and there's enough to sew with, or umatlis, there's a little piece of garment, she gimel gimel, that's three by three, that's bo, um, uh, finger breaths, it's bows, ha'ariel shabalabayas, that's big enough, they have to give that back to the balabayas. Umasha haresh motzi b'ma'atzad, ha'ariel shalom, what a carpenter cuts b'ma'atzad, like, uh, shaving sawdust, Kind of stuff that he could keep. Upikashil, that's a different type of tool, where there are bigger pieces, like chips, shobalabayas. That has to be given back. Vimaya osa eats balabayas, but if he's working in the balabayas' own house, afanasarm shobalabayas. Then everything, even the, uh, sawdust goes to the balabayas. That's why I'm having you work in my house. Period. You're allowed to buy Mochen from a Kovis. Right now, not only does he get to keep it, you're allowed to buy it from him because it's his. The is allowed to take the two upper threads. And this is describing some type of of a process as part of the cleaning. They used to stretch the garment. They used to thread a couple of extra threads in the edges, loop them, and then pull them and tighten them. You can look at all the other uh, the picture books on Masechah Shabbos about uh, the womb and the and the uh, the loom and the and the warp and the woof and all the uh, all the the malachis of Batenirin and Potsei and Oreg. So uh, this relates to those processes. You can't put. 
more than three stitches for each of these extra loops. And it should only comb the beged vertically, not horizontally. Because this was all the norm in those days. And you could cut off the extra part lengthwise, but not widthwise. And you could do it up to a tefach, you could cut off, but not more than that, because that's what's accepted behavior. Omar Mar, Shnei Chutin, he could keep two threads. Vonan Tran Shalosh, but we learned in the Mishnah three threads. Lokasha, Habalimi, Abakatini. Tens if they're thick or thin. Thick ones, you could only keep two. The thin ones, you could keep three. Period. Velo Yisro, Gabegalashisio, Elala Arvo, you're only allowed to do it uh, vertically. We have a bright that says the opposite. It depends if you're talking about a glima. Glima is a weekday type of, of beged. Rashi says, and a sarbala, which is like a fancy type of beged. Again, different practices for different types of of a begadim. You can't put more than three threads into the loop in order to pull it and to stretch it taut. When I loop it through and then I pull it out, is that called two threads or one thread? Is a full loop called one or, or two? So take you, put that on the list with Elio Anavi. Again, we have the opposite brisa, lokasha, habeglima, habemyone. Maybe there's a difference between a full baghead or a belt. Right, a full baghead, right, a coat's length, right, it's, uh, it's more important to be even. Right, that's why you have to, uh, you'll have to do it uh, in both ways, because everybody sees the bottom hem. A belt is kind of covered, so nobody sees that, so there's less uh, of an issue. From a comer, a sorig, you're not allowed to buy extra mochin, because you have to assume that's not his. He stole it. That's what we have to assume. Asks the rivet, one, one second, but if the minute gets for him to keep it, he could keep it. Stop there for, for a second. These extra strings, isn't that shinui? Shinui kona? Right, ask the rivet, why, why, why is there a problem here? So the rivet says, any time, and this is what, it's tucked away in the last off here. Says the rivet, any time there's a shinui that is known to happen, it's part of the process, and the person gives it to you in order to change it that way, then that's not called a shinui kona. That's not called shinui kona. Ikasha lechanikinu lokasha, ki oso ha shinui Again, if there's a ganif, then this far doesn't apply, because the balabais didn't give it to you for anything. But here, a worker, we are, we discussed this, remember, we discussed that in that sugya. But uh, the rivet says here, if it's a worker, and you're doing what you're supposed to do, and there's leftover stuff, there's no shinui there, it's exactly what you were supposed to do. This is meant to happen. And therefore, uh, you have to give it back unless it's the minog to keep it. Good. You're allowed to buy from them pillows and uh, blankets. Why? This is not normal and natural. Here, you you made it into something. So that's already beyond. So it fits nicely with that rivet. You can't take from a weaver all of these uh, parts of the loom and uh, all of these items. Lo irin, lo nirin, lo punkalin, lo pekios. All different types of thread materials or thread uh, utensils. Avalokamian begin menumar. But you could take a 
spotted beged, the beged menumar, but that's already uh, done. Arev v'shesi, tavui v'arig, right? Extra threads. Arev v'shesi, the different directions, the warp and the woof. Tavui v'arig, spun thread or a woven beged. If you take, if you can take thread from them, arig me boy, so surely a whole garment that was made. You're allowed to take from them? So, no, my arig techi. Here, arig might mean techi, which are just chains of threads. So it's not even a beged. So that's what the Gemara Bryce is talking about that you're allowed to take from them. Tanarabanan, a lochi minat You're not allowed to buy from a dyer. Lo osos, velo dugmos. Right, these are pieces of garment that people might have given them to test, to see how the dye uh, absorbs into these materials so those don't belong to him. So you're not allowed to buy those. Follow solution shall send there or pieces of some uh, parts of wool. Avalokim and beget savua. You could take a colored beget. Beget savua. Right. Rashi says beget savua. Right. That's already been um, colored and therefore Rashi, the bottom right of Rashi. To beget shalim loganav. Vinami ganvo kanya bishinui. Right, it's a whole baguette, and if and even if he stole it, he's nikle bishine. So we want to show is okay. Tavui u begadim, threaded and begadim. So again, the Gemara says hasha tavi shaka begadim iboy. If you can take threads, surely begadim. My begadim namti. Begadim here means felt, pressed felt, and not spun fibers, and therefore it's not going to be a shinui anyway. Taner abanan anos in oris la abdon. All different types of artisans that the Gemara talks about. If you give uh, Oros hides to a tanner, Ma'abed, one of the Lamatas Malachas, Hakitsuin Vatlushin, Areelushabalabayas. The cutoff pieces belong to the owner. They're too big. Vehaola Mishetef Bamayim, that's Rashi's Girsal, Hari Elushalow. But the little pieces that come off when you wash it, so that's so small, that's a hefker and therefore you could keep it. If the bottom part of the beggar was black on top of white, that you're allowed to take. The The launderer is called a katsra, and that's what we call him. Okay, what's what's the chiddush of that uh, of that of that line? What do we have to we, what do we have to know that for? So the uh, some of the achronim I saw mentioned what's the chiddush of this of this line. Uh, so he quotes Yitachin She Bala. This is from, from the Mishchas Aron, quoted here in the Beiur Adaf. He says, "Ma bar Rav Yehuda lalamid b'kach ubiyer shehukshel Rav Yehuda ma duim ayeshachar al gabe lava na kolafi shalakoves." Why, if it's black on white, does he get to keep the whole thing? Hari lomroch is zem megane as habeged. Even though it makes the beged worse, maybe the Balabayas wants these threads. So lachin biyer Rav Yehuda, he's called a cutter, a kotzer. So that's why it's understood. It's understood he's cutting off the edge. So if you put something on the edge, you, you, the, the Balabayas knows that it's going to be cut off, and therefore uh, that's why he's allowed to take the whole black. And we're not choshesh that the Balabayas himself wants it. Amar Yehuda, Viter, Hakol, Olin, Leminion, Treles. But these extra rows count for the minion of Treles. What does that mean? We don't have time to get into the details now, but Rashi here notes that there is a certain amount of rows of thread that has to be at the corner of the sitsis. Tchelas here means sitsis. The baguette sitsis. Right? You know, you put it, at, uh, a certain amount is allowed as you tie it on. So those three rows count. Those three rows count when you put on the sitsis on the baguette. Yitzchak, my son, says of Yehuda's Machbid, to remove them before you put the sitsis on. Because you know they're going to be removed, so maybe that's not going to be uh, rows that you should count in the um, area 
created for the corner of the tzitzis. Okay, fine. So, says the Mishnah, if there's leftover thread enough to sew something, that belongs to the Balabayas. So, how much is that? Right, a little more than a needle thread, of the length of a needle. So, Yibo'elahu, Malei Machat, V'chutzla Machat, Kamalei Machat, Odila, Malei Machat, V'chutzla Machat, Mashahu. Is it a drop more than a needle thread, or the length of two needle threads? Toshma, Titania. How much could you keep? Again, this must have been very Lamaisa in those days. In a time period, we're, we're the little tiny threads, who cares? Right, that Pizmanazel will all be Hefker. But uh, you take it to a tailor. But then it was seems like it was a much more uh, focused and important. Tashma detanya hachay tashir esachut pachos michate litfarbo. If he leaves over less than enough to sew with umatlas shipachusa michalos shalos or a beged that is less than three by three bismach shabalabais makpid aleyan harayilu shabalabais. If the balabais is makpid even on that tiny amount, it's theirs. Ain balabais makpid aleyan harayichalo. And if not, they get to keep it. So, one second. E amrit bishlama malo machad vichutzla machad kimlo machad. If you say it means two lengths of the needle, so then we understand why less he would care about. Pachos mikan chazil sichsa. There's still the t- less than two lengths. So you see, it's right to make a loop on a pin. Ela e amrit mali machad vichutzla machad mashahu. But if you say it means a drop more than the length of a needle. Pachos be kind of my chazis. What's it roy for? What would the Balabais be mocked for it? El so it must be your right. Mali machad, v'chutz l'machad, kimelo machad, shmamina. It means the longer amount, that's the minimum, that goes to the Balabais. Good. Mashacharish v'chulu. The last halacha. The carpenter. If he uses a, a tool and he makes tiny little pieces, then he gets to keep it. Bigger pieces, he has to give it back. Veramini, but the Brisa says, Mashacharish motzi b'ma'atzad, v'anifsak b'megeira, hare'il shabalabayis. One minute, our Mishnah says, if you use the Ma'atzad, he gets to keep it. The sawdust. And here it says, you have to give it back to the Malabayas. Fa'yotzi mitachas makdeach, umitachas rehitni, v'hanigra b'megeira. Right, different types of tools. Ha'rei shalo, those he could keep. So Amarava is just a word difference. Ba'asra, the Tanaditan, are in the place where our Mishnah was talking about ikatarti chatzini. There are two, two types of chopping tools. L'rabasi karile kashil, ulizizrasi karile ma'atzad. And that's why he could keep the matzad stuff, but not the kishil stuff. But Asra, the Tanabra, in the place where the other brisa was written, Chadu de'ika v'karula matzad. It's one cleave. So the matzad leaves bigger pieces. That's why you have to give it back to the balabais. Good. Vim haya ose eitzel, chulu. But if you're doing all the work in the balabais' house, Tanarabanan says, Mesatati avanim, a lot of words today. Mesatati avanim, ain't by mishum gazel. People who chisel stones, there is no gazel there, because you assume that the extra pieces, uh, the palabais is mafkir, and is not mafkir for. Mefaske ilanos, mefaske gefanim, if you, um, um, uh, cut, cut and prune, prune trees and gefanim, menach vihigi, menach shizroim, the odre yurakos, all of these gardeners, gardening activities, so let's say a gardener cuts off some uh, stuff, could he, who, who owns that stuff? Bismach of Alabais Makbad Alehem, Yesh Bemishum Gazel, Ain Balabais Makbad Alehem, Hare Elu Shelo. Amrab Yehuda, Kashus Vachaziz, Ain Bemishum Gazel. Hops and other little growths of bushes, there is no Gazel there. 
he could keep it. But in a place where the Balavais would be Machpid, there is an issue of Gazel, Amar Avina, or Machse Machsia, Astra the Kaptihu. Machse Machsia is like a place where, uh, people are Machpid, and therefore, it is an issue of Gazel. That's where the Mesechta ends. It ends saying it is Gazel. So some Akronim say, look at the last Rashi. Mazamachia, makom behemosu. It's a place where animals are. Fitzrich in lemiratov. They need good. They need a good pasture. That's why there's gazel. Barashi doesn't want to end with gazel. So he ends with the word tov. He ends with the word tov. He ends with good, right? Good pasture, right? He wants to end with. Uh, he also wants to end with that. The Marshai has that horror here, right? Uh, why is there? He points out that uh, that that point in Rashi. Why doesn't it end uh, with uh, something good? So one point is Rashi, but then he says. Well, we're not really finished because all the Babas are really one Masechta. So we'll have to come back to this when we finish Baba Basra, Bez Hashem, if the Masechta really ends with something negative or something positive. That is the, uh, the Marsha's Ha'ara right here. Rashi ends with this, Shiniskavin, Apil, Bashakas, Lassayim, Badaratov. Vacha, Kula, Masechta, Zazik, and Midal, Vadavos, Ukamashka, the Bresh Masechta, the Hulu, and then he continues, um, and then he tries to discuss uh Talmud, Basar the Siem the Kapit Siem Baosios. He says also the 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 Lushan who who he says who are the letters of Shem Hashem, Moras Rosav Havaya, the Yudin Heva Eke. He tries to like work it out that the the last word is something uh more uh, symbolic. But either way, this is the uh um Hagozel Umachil. Again, there's a lot here. Remember the uh, the uh thought that we we we've mentioned uh once or twice before Mesechta, we're talking about whether this is one or one Mesechta or not. Why is a Mesechta called a Mesechta? Meseches. Why is a Mesechta? The Tosas Yantiv writes in the Hakdama Tashas, we mentioned the Tosas Yantiv earlier. He mentions Mesechta Masuch in Aramaic means to be mixed in and diluted. Right? You, you take wine and you uh, dilute it. So every Mesechta is mixed, has a lot of everything mixed into the Mesechta. All different things are mixed in. We discussed uh, A and B and C. Number one, the Sefer Hasidim uh, quotes a Pasuk by Shimshon that it means woven. Arug says there in Shoftim Perak Tezayin that uh, Mesechus is uh, like that relates to what we discussed today about all the, the, the weaving processes. So it's all Arug together. Mesechus are all woven together. But we added that maybe it's also like a mask. A Mesechus is like a mask because you open up the Mesechus you think you're going to get one thing, which you do get, but you get a lot more also. A lot more. It's hidden. There's so much Torah Shabbat that's hidden, so we have to try to appreciate that. Again, we go through it quickly. Nafiomi doesn't give the opportunity to learn as much as we can, but at least it gives us uh, an opening to, uh, to, uh, to start learning everything. So, Baruch Hashem, Chazak Be'amaz, and Hashem, next time we'll pick up with Shnayim Ochzin Betalis. Hashem, we'll pick up tomorrow.